You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we are back for a second day this week with the podcast. Once again, Eddie Scazzeri in for the traveling Al Dukes. Another update from Al. And I will say, uh, a little different than yesterday, Eddie, I think he's having fun. Well, first, hello, podcast people. And uh, why do you say that he's having fun? Uh, I think what they did yesterday, traveling wherever the hell they were in Alaska, they posted some pictures. He's smiling a lot, out to dinner, some sights. It just looks like, in general, he is enjoying himself. Well, that is uh, good news. That is good news. I happen to agree with you. And also good news is that people like you. Okay. I had, uh, you know, not 400 of them, but a lot of responses on Twitter about uh, your insightfulness, your deep thinking. Okay. And they like your perspective on things. All right. Did I, I, I guess I did those things yesterday, those deep thoughts. Uh, you must have, yes. Okay. Because we were talking about different things about you that listeners and um, tweeters were asking. All righty then. If you will. Uh, all right, a couple things here. I'm going to start, and I actually have normal news stories here. Okay. Dateline somewhere, I don't know. Study says men have better sex with women who are emotionally unstable. Now, this is disturbing to me, but I'll read you and then I'll get your comment. Okay. A new study has revealed that men have better sex with emotionally unstable women. On top of that, women reportedly have better sexual relations with less agreeable partners. According to a new study published in the Journal of Sex Research, the sexual performance of a partner can rely on more than the physical, but the partner's trained consciousness too. Hmm. What does that mean? Uh, that last part, can you say that last sentence again? According to a new study published in the Journal of Sex Research, the sexual performance of a partner can rely on more than the physical, but the partner's train consciousness too. Train consciousness. Nearly a thousand participants in Germany found that conscious individuals reported a better sexual function than those that were less driven. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I can see that if... Uh someone's driven and not just going through the motions, I suppose that would be uh, something. And uh, as far as the emotionally unstable, um, maybe if that one bothers me, it'll maybe you just never know what you're going to get and it could uh, get a little freaky or something. Uh, who knows? Yeah. But unstable is you almost yeah. feel like you're taking advantage of somebody. 
Well, I mean, it depends on, uh, well, hopefully this unstable partner would not be your spouse. Uh, and then, you know, you just uh, leave. So then maybe well, it's okay. What do you think the average age of this study was, if I if I asked you? Oh, gosh. Um, First of all, I will tell you that everybody in the study was involved in long-term relationships. Now, I don't okay. know what that means. If that means three months, three years, or 30 years. But all right. Average age. 42. 51. Wow. Okay. Well, good for them. So that's pretty good. Yes. But I don't like that it's unstable. That to me just uh, doesn't it's sound a, so good. It's a creepy. Perhaps. Hmm. The study also found that men benefited sexually from partners with similar traits. What the hell does that mean? Specifically uh, being easily stimulated. How is a man and a woman easily stimulated the same way? Well, um. Or similarly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's a, that's I would, a strange one. I would think if a gorgeous brunette with a busty chest stimulates you, not going to be the same for your wife. Right. Unless they're talking about other, the the trappings of the act. Meaning. Um, I mean trapping. Uh, okay. Like, uh, let's dress up as superheroes or- uh, Role playing. Yes. Yes. So, that seems weird to me. You a role uh, player? Uh, no. No. So you're no. not putting Superman on and uh, your wife's not putting uh, uh, on the Catwoman outfit? No, no. Hmm. No, not at all. It's strange. Yes. Well, hey. Uh, hey, to each his own. A- amen. Did you ever see Fifty Shades of Grey? I did not. Me neither. I feel no. like that's something we should watch. And I didn't read the book Me or neither. anything like that. I know that. my wife read the book. I believe my wife read the book. I think like um, 80% of women read that book. Now, when your wife read the book, was it like off the hook in your house or was it uh, normal normal living? Uh, for, I didn't really notice anything. Yeah. Different. Feels like it was really oversold that whole thing. Uh, I would agree with that because remember they were putting on like the writers and the actors mm-hmm. and the actresses on all the daytime shows, right? And they were talking about how the women were getting all hot and crazy. Yes. And all of a sudden, the sales of all those weird things spiked. And then where has that gone? You ever have whips and chains in your house after that? Uh, to share no. that book? Right. No, exactly. It's kind of like you know Gio with his Instagram. It's great for a few days, and then uh, you forget it fades about out. it. Yeah. And then there's nothing there. Right. How old are you? I don't care when your birthday is. 51. So you're 50. Oh, so you could have been oh, in that study. <laughs> I was I was thinking exactly that. It's like, okay, good times. It's not over. I didn't even realize. That's actually very funny. Yes. All right. Dateline, St. Louis County, Missouri. That's mm-hmm. Emma. Why is Missouri's abbreviation Mo? Um, because, not M-I. Well, that's probably Mississippi or All Mississippi right. might be M-S. Michigan might be M-I. Okay. A lot of, a lot of M states. Evidently. Maine. Missouri. So Mo? Montana. That should be Montana, not yeah, Missouri. Well. Or is M-O Montana? Is it St. Louis County of Montana? It, it might be M-T or M-N. Right. We're really the, not sure. And that's, not. I stumped Eddie, which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. So the information about a suspect is getting a lot of attention. I wonder why. So here's the headline. Cops describe sus- suspected check crook to be too old for what? Bleep. To be wearing mm. what? It's kind of like match game. Something like that. Uh, it's not whoopee isn't the answer. It's uh, too old. To be wearing blank. Hmm. I find this an odd way. So the way the cops, so she, um, she's wanted for writing false checks. Okay. They have surveillance video of her. And the way the cops describe her, white female, thin build, blonde hair, too old to be wearing blank. 
Well, I'm now I'm trying to think of something that the young girls wear, but I'm not. Uh, I'm really not up on the fashion. Arrow Postel. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's a store. That's a like a clothing store. Oh, I see. It's a brand. So oh, I we, see. So like, if you were going to write bad checks, how would they describe you? Too old to be wearing what? Oh gosh, uh, uh, spandex guess, pants. Guess jeans. Okay, is that still a thing? I don't know. Or skinny jeans. How's, skinny jeans. Well, the skinny jeans wouldn't work for you, I don't think. Uh, well, no. That would not be too old to be wearing skinny jeans. Al is going to be 50, and he wears skinny jeans. Yeah, I don't know. That's more the build. Yeah, I guess, but it's kind of... Too uh, old to be wearing a half shirt. Oh, and uh, also with the build. Yeah, were, that you would... a, were you a half shirt guy back Never. in the day? Never. Never? Tank top. Uh, yeah. Were you thin back in the day? Uh, Well, when we say back in the day... When you were 10... Oh, yeah. And you didn't wear a half shirt? Like in the uh, late 70s, early 80s? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, you know, I've never really been, this Did may you... come as a shock to everyone, I've never really been fashion conscious. <laughs> we're aware. Mm-hmm. That was very Steve Summers like right Thank there. You. <laughs> were you a skateboarder? No, I tried once, uh, flipped up on my, uh, landed on my back, got the wind knocked out of me. That was the end of skateboarding for me. So it's funny you say that. So yesterday I was not skateboarding. Yesterday I was at the park and I have this trail that I'm now running, walking, doing the exercises every- Which park? Homedale Park. Okay. And I, you know, yesterday I was disappointed because it's raining. And finally I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it in the rain. Yeah. And I started in the rain. And by the time I was done, the sun was out. So it was actually kind of cool. It took about an hour and 15 minutes or so, but I enjoyed it. It's fun. So at one point on the trail, there are four wood planks. That you do power jumps to. Now, it's not a far jump, but it just it's for balance, and you know the jump is certainly a good activity as well. So this is this one of those uh, sort of rec paths that have activities. Fitness trail, yeah. Okay, fitness. It's a fitness trail that people do run it. They'll walk it, or they'll just walk from station to station. You do the pull ups or whatever squats. Exactly, and for me. It's much easier than a lot of the exercises I've, exercises I've been doing because if I don't feel great, I can simply just walk it and it turns out to be like three and a half miles. Mm-hmm. So at least I'm doing something right. if I don't feel great. And if I feel good like yesterday, I'll do as much as I can. So before I left, my wife says to me, just be careful. It's raining out. You you know, I'm, yeah, you're right. Well, I get to the part of the jump, mm-hmm. the, 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 the wood jump, whatever you call it. And is it sunny or raining at this point? This is at the end. The sun is now out. Mm-hmm. I'm finished. Everything looked good. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the jump. I'm okay. Didn't account for the uh, wood planks to be wet. Yeah. So you can see that mark on my I my do. hand. Yes, for right? those out in Radio Land, Jerry has a I'm, little mark on his hand. Right. So I fell on my ass pretty good lower part of my back, which I was stunned. I didn't hurt myself. I thought I was going to be, yeah, I thought I was going to be like paralyzed today with my back. Mm -hmm. Turned out to be okay. But to brace my fall, left hand down. Underneath the wood planks is small little gravel pebbles. Ah, yes. Right in the hand. I had to go home and I'm cutting it out. Yeah. I I had like a lump in my hand. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, I'll be down in a few minutes. I got a piece of uh, rock in my hand I got to get. My wife's looking at me. She's like, how'd that happen? I'm like, don't ask. I'm like, you were right. I'm stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but all good. Still kind of fun and I enjoy it, but whatever. I have no idea what the point of that was. And there's a, there's a, one of those exercise, uh, paths in, uh, Roosevelt Park near my home. Roosevelt Path in Edison? Roosevelt Park. Yes. Park. Middlesex, uh, Middlesex County Park, Roosevelt Park. Good times. Let me ask you this. Are you a memorabilia collector? Not at all. Do you understand memorabilia collecting? 
Uh, yes. It's, right. you know, an obsession or just an interest like anything else. So I'm with you. And I agree if you want to buy a photo of a favorite player or a ballpark photo or you take pictures, you want to blow them up, that's kind of special to you. Sure. I totally get it. You catch a home run ball, you write it down, you know, write on the ball when you got it. You'll never forget it. All right. good. Ball signed by Babe Ruth and 10 other Baseball Hall of Fame inductees sells for... Oh, gosh. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you the names. Okay. All right. Ruth, Cy Young, mm-hmm. Ty Cobb. Mm. Those three for sure. It does not say... Oh, here, here are the other ones. In addition, I, mean, I, I don't even believe this. Honus Wagner, Walter Johnson, and Connie Mack. Wow. Uh, over 100,000. It is over 100,000. Yes, that is true. Um, I'll say $408,000. $623,000 for a baseball. Wow. But those are some, those are. But how do you know that's legit? Honestly. Uh, I guess you really can't, but. There's no perhaps, way you could. Well, no. Like. I've had people tell me that are in the business. A friend of mine used to own a baseball card, not necessarily memorabilia, but he sold comic books and baseball cards. Mm -hmm. He never got into baseballs and photos or anything like that. But he would always say if someone came in with a signed photo, he had a guy who would always analyze the uh, the signing. Still crap. Like I look at my my signature is different almost every time I do it. Yeah. Well, but there if you uh, there are people who study this, scientists who have like a forensic uh, handwriting analyst. But how all right, how would you analyze mine then if my signature is different almost every time? Well, because there are certain loops and little ways you do things which would be consistent. Even though it appears to you as if it's not, there will be things that a handwriting analyst could look at and say, yes, this was the same person. I don't know. I'm looking at this ball. You're going to spend half, more than half a million dollars I mean, come on. Well, but let's think. Who, whoever is buying that has that money and is just, uh, you know, it's fun money. Spend it. For sure. It's fun money, and I get that. It still seems to me like a bit much. Yeah. Fun money for them. Uh, you know, half of the, our, the rest of our lives for you and I. It's something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I got to pay for high school and college. Mm-hmm. Not buying a baseball with Babe no. Ruth's signature on it. No. But if I found it, I could sell it for $623,000. Yes, to that dope. That would be kind of cool. Absolutely. Did you ever wonder what you did with all your, because you clearly had to have, if you got into sports, you like the Dolphins, you collected cards as a kid, right? Oh, absolutely. Did you ever save any of them? Uh, I actually still have a, a few boxes in the basement. Any good ones that you've checked? I have not. A Honus I, Wagner card? I, no shot. Mantle? No, nothing like that. No. Nothing like These that. These are all from my era. Okay. Uh, and then there was a brief time when I kind of, toyed around with with buying some older cards but they were of obviously i was a kid it was nothing of any great value i bought from the hobby shop in matawan long time ago i bought a 19 hmm, a 1968 hank aaron card mm. i bought an ernie banks card and they weren't in mint condition but they were in good condition and i want to say a dive a dave parker pirates rookie card okay and I also have, and I stopped collecting cards mid-90s, I would say. I also have three sheetfuls of Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards. Now, baseball card collecting isn't what it was, and I'm no. sure those, even those Griffey cards aren't going to be worth much. And the internet has devalued most Everything. collectibles. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And you can find anything you want now. Except for that baseball, evidently. 
Right. And having sex with unstable people. Yes. That has not been, that's actually become more valuable. Yes, evidently. So, yeah, but the internet has been, um, it's interesting. You can get anything you want literally in five seconds. Amazon is nuts. Mm -hmm. I mean, how about even the fact that Amazon has these buttons that you post in your, you put in your laundry room, just as an example, you're running low on detergent, you press the button, it's hooked up to your Wi-Fi, and the laundry detergent is there the next day. Yeah, that that's. Um, you don't do anything else. No, it's like a, Bizarro Land. We're we're living in the future, Jerry. Ugh, and not even living in the future to where I think when we were young, we thought it would be. Like we're yeah. not flying cars right. yet. Yeah, the Jetsons. But they do exist. Right, and there are robots now. Yeah, which sex you can robots, have relations but, with. Yeah, but so they're not cleaning your house. Although maybe they have those as well. Um, I'm sure it's well. You got the iRobot now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al's got one of those things that roams around the floor in his apartment every day. Yeah, but it's not like you know. It's, no, it's not. Was it Judy? No, Judy was the wife. Rosie. Rosie was the uh, yes. the robot. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by the Veterans Crisis Line. Confidential support for veterans and their families available by dialing one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. You press one, and oh by the way, there are more ways you can reach them. You can go online, use the chat function, which I love. Uh, VeteransCrisisLine.net. Or you can even text them at 838-255. It is confidential. They are available for you when? Oh, I don't know. All the time. 3 a.m.? Yep. Christmas Day? Sure. Easter? Uh Uh-huh. New Year's Eve? You got it. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. It's for veterans and their family members, um, even if you're not enrolled in VA health care. So you don't even have to have all of that done. If you're a veteran or a family member of a veteran, call them if you've got anything on your mind that you need to discuss. Uh, Don't be silly about this. There's help out there. Go get it. Call the Veterans Crisis Line. If you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran, visit VeteransCrisisLine.net to learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, and how to respond to a veteran loved one in crisis. Anybody in your family a veteran? A veteran of a war? Yes. Uh, My brother-in-law was in the uh, Korean War. He was. Or Korean conflict. Now, my dad was drafted and served, but not... uh, Never in war. Not in wartime. Yeah, my dad was in Vietnam, so I certainly Mm -hmm. understand this, and a lot of his cousins were uh, as well. So again, Veterans Crisis Line, 1-800-273-8255, press 1, the online chat, or you can text them at 838-255. You mentioned the robots. Yes. These sex robots, right, has become more of a story, not on a day to day basis, but you see more stories about them, not just online in the Daily Mirror, but in newspapers. Could you ever see yourself at any stage of your life? Let's say your wife was so sick and tired of your ass going to bed at 6 p.m., right, getting home at noon, not being around when she's around, where she's, you know what, Eddie? I want more. I'm out. And she just left you. And you right. became a single man at 53. Right. Could you ever see yourself? I'll even throw this at. It's not, they don't cost 10 grand. You get one legit for 500 bucks. Would that, you ever, that, in a, the, the ones that look real, that look gorgeous, that, right? All that stuff. You've seen them online, right? I have, actually, I was going to mention, I have not. You've seen never seen no. these things? No. Oh, boy. All right. How so should I just Google it here? I do uh, have the internet here. You have the internet? All right, I'm going to pull one up for you here. I think you can you see from over here? Well, I can just do it here if you tell me where to go or just How about this? Just Google it. Just go to sex robots and hit images. I mean, look That said, I know okay. you're going to get a look at them. Yeah, that's kind of it still looks fake to me. Could you ever in a million years 
see yourself doing that? Not, um, not with uh, this current level of technology. Um, but I would say that you know, as things go on, and they become, uh, you know, I'm into science fiction, uh, Jerry. More and more real. And there was, uh, yeah, there was a, I forget what the hell it was called. Uh, one of these short-lived uh, cable series that dealt with this sort of thing. No, well, not this exact thing, but where they had these uh, servant robots who were actually just real actors, but so they looked exactly human, uh, and they were developing a true artificial intelligence, and then that became a problem uh, when they realized what people were using them for, and then this whole conflict came about but if you had one that was with a true ai um that was you know realistic i could if if the wife uh, said see you later sure this no but in the future if it's a true again a true ai a true intelligence that you could communicate with that doesn't freak you out at all um not if it's an ai of true AI, which we're But at on, the end of the day, it's still not real. That is the debate. When, when does consciousness begin? That's the whole, we are approaching probably, possibly within our lifetimes, the AI singularity. All right, where, explain that to the dumb people like myself. Okay, artificial intelligence. The singularity is that moment when the computer becomes self-aware. And becomes a true consciousness and can determine things for itself by itself without any input so when we get to that and then if there's the whole when that happens are we doomed do we it's like the well, whole, why wouldn't we safeguard from that because the better and better computers have to be smarter and smarter and think more and more like we do so there's a push to develop that technology but there's also people saying, put the brakes on. Yes. You do not know what's going to happen. It could be like a Terminator uh, situation where Skynet became self-aware and determined that we had to go, meaning humans, and that's that whole storyline. But there's many science fiction storylines like that. But within our lifetime, we could get a true, we could hit the AI singularity, and then uh, we could be doomed, or it could be fantastic. Because they could just be maybe a benevolent and you know watchful AI for us, but uh, or it could go the other way. There so you the, go. So I'll just read you a headline because this literally was just posted three hours ago. Mm -hmm. This is from Slate, Slate.com. How sex robots could revolutionize marriage for the better. How is sure. that possible? Um, probably impossible. Well, that's not what the, that's not what the headline reads. How about this? I want to pick up, and we're not going to do much on this tomorrow. Okay. I want to read this. And this is a very, this is actually, this would be something that Al Dukes would be, no, he has no capability of reading this. No. Because it's longer than a paragraph. Correct. This is probably a three-page article. I am going to read this today. At least I say I'm going to. That could change by tomorrow. But my, I'm going to print this out. I'm going to try and read this today. I want to get back to this tomorrow just for a brief moment because that headline to me is curious. And they, read that for me. How sex robots could revolutionize marriage, dot, 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 for the better. And then underneath it, it says, with sexual needs outsourced to robots, marriages could become stronger than ever. Hmm. 
What the hell does that mean? Well, uh, you have a great relationship, but you can do what you need to do with Rosie. Right. As long as the rest of your life is with your wife. Yeah. I, I sure. How could you look at each other? Um, Did you get the, enough of that plastic penis? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I have a headline here. I just here gave you a clip. You. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, God. I'll, I'll be cutting that later, oh, everyone. God. Don't worry. Uh, here's a here's a headline. Sex robots on way for elderly and lonely, like you were okay, talking about. The, lo- the lonely I get. But pleasure bots have a dark side, warn experts. And by the way, the name of that show was Humans, uh, the one that I was referencing because this article uh, referenced that. So there Bizarre. you go. Oh, we're going to pick up on this tomorrow. We've gone on way too long. We have. But I do want to tell you that Labor Day is right around the corner. And by the way, it doesn't have to be just for Labor Day, what I'm about to tell you about, because uh, this is all about... Driving while intoxicated and how Mm. ridiculously stupid it is. Uh, Something you should never do if you've done it in the past and you quote unquote got away with it. Consider yourself blessed. Move on. Learn from your past and your mistakes. Don't do it again. Uh, NHTSA is here to help. Um, How are they going to help? How are they going to help, Betty? You tell me. Well, they're going to provide a way for you to get home yes. without getting behind the wheel yourself when you're buzzed. You are going to download NHTSA's Safer Ride mobile app. It's available on Google Play for Android devices, of course. And you can also get it on Apple's iTunes store for iOS devices. Here's what it does. It allows users to call a taxi or a predetermined friend and identifies the user's location so he or she can be picked up. So here is, here's how it goes. All right, I have a party. I was supposed to go to a wedding Saturday. Ironically enough, it got canceled. It has nothing to do with sex robots, but the wedding got canceled. Um, I think I think the girl realized better. Okay. Uh, so my eight-year-old is now going to have his end-of-season baseball party. We mm-hmm. decided to move it to my house. Going to be a lot of fun. There will be a lot of alcohol there, as you can imagine, for the adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what we don't want. We don't want anyone getting behind the wheel if they've had a couple of drinks. So I have informed at least four or five of my friends who have kids they get the Safer Ride mobile app, and for them, they have probably family members. I know my one buddy Keith; he's got a um, his brother is going to come get him when it's time to go. This is how you do it: you don't go to a party, drink, and get all ossified, and then decide to drive home. Mm-hmm. And my God, and they have kids in the car too. Four million times worse. Don't do that. Exactly. Be smart and get the Safer Ride mobile app because there's going to be a big push from law enforcement over the next few weeks for sure. Especially it's the end of the summer. People get crazy. Um, be smart. Check out NHTSA's Safer Ride mobile app, Google Play, the iTunes store, all that. Uh, and I promise you that you will be happy that we suggested this to you. Mm-hmm. You agree? 100%. Remember, drunk driving comes at a cost, and it ain't a good one. It's no. expensive as hell mm-hmm. if you're lucky enough not to kill somebody. Correct. Dopes. Uh, this was good. Yes. Uh, do it again tomorrow? Uh, why not? All right, so Eddie will join us again tomorrow. Right now is the warm-up. I didn't love the warm-up today. Yesterday was really good. Today was average at best. Okay. But hang in and listen to it anyway. You might sure. like it better. Sure. And and I think maybe you're underselling it a bit. Did you like the show today? Uh, I did, because it was kind of all over the place. I know. We don't talk about a sports that's kind of good. I, I agree. Which is a weird thing to say. For a sports radio station show, yes. Oh, by the way, day after Mets Yankees. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. All right, do your thing. See you. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. 
Use it on your roof already. All right, we've gotten to Tuesday. Al Dukes is out and about in Alaska. So once again, Chris Lopresti is in for the next 15 minutes. So how are you? You're stuck with me all week long, my friend. I wouldn't say stuck, but yes, we are certainly Al, Al here with you. Al would say that, yes. Uh, perhaps he would, yes. Actually, <laughs> he has. So yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I did hear from him again yesterday. Um, he was discussing his train ride through Alaska yesterday, mm. and nothing but traffic is what he witnessed in construction. Now, not on the train, but what he saw from the train. Uh, even in Alaska, they do nothing but construction. So the Alaskan sites, not really what they're cracked up to be, is apparently uh, I don't takeaway. Know it, I'm not sure if they are or they're not. It's just for he and I who drive in together and hit traffic and construction every which way. Not just the two Usually, of you, by the way. See, here's the thing. I drop him off a lot of days, and I have a two-mile ride home, which would take all of seven minutes. Mm. More times than not lately, because they're putting this new adult community in where he's going to be moving in three it's years. always something. <laughs> um, that's true. He can't wait to move in. He's Good got a deposit God. down already when he turns 55. Uh. Um, I get rerouted on my little way home on the back roads. So it's kind of a running joke. There's construction everywhere. Well, he's found construction in Alaska while on a train. It just follows him. That having been said, it looks like he's having a good time, or at least Monday was a good day for him. Okay, Al. a little better than what we heard yesterday. A lot better than what we heard yesterday. Right. Uh, Yankees-Mets last night. The Mets get the season split. They go 3-3 three and three with the win last night. was interesting in this game, and we'll save this for when uh, Greg comes in, of course, but... You know, they get the home run early, they get the two-run lead, they give it up with the, the goofy play with the one run, and then, bam, Jose Bautista, who I thought homered the first time up, drove the ball to right field, hits the home run the second time. And the Kills game. the Yankees. He does, and the Mets kind of took off from there. Yankees had a couple of chances late, but the Mets were able to lock it down, and good for Jacob DeGrom. Actually got cheered walking out, so that was kind of cool. All right, so there's some other stuff. Now, you coach baseball, correct? Yes. What so age? do you. Yeah, but I coach kids. What age you coach this, high school I've coached, kids. Uh, this year I coached nine U, and I also coach high school, yes. Have you ever seen a pitcher, whatever age, high school, younger, um, pitch going to the windup and forget the ball? Forget the ball? Yeah, forget the ball. What do you mean by forget the ball? I mean into the windup, and then you realize there's no ball. It's still on the glove? Yes. No, I've never seen that. Because we saw this in a Major League Baseball game last yeah. night. I've seen guys, you know, fumble the ball, and they, or they, no, go, to, no they go to throw, and then it falls out no of their hand. And they whiff. No, I've never seen them leave it behind in the glove. So no. Homer Bailey, who was pitching to Greg Allen of the Indians what last night, goes into a windup, or I guess he was in the stretch, <laughs> and he goes to pitch and realizes yeah, the ball's in the glove. And he I'll walks tell you the what. runner over a base. When you make as much money as he does, you can't be doing that. That's kind of funny, though. It's funny, but I mean, it's like, geez, at this point, what else can go wrong for that guy? Maybe he feels, you know, subconsciously, rather than actually throwing the ball and having it murdered into the bleachers out there in, uh, you know, Great American Ballpark, I might as well just leave I it suppose. in the glove. But then you've got Brandon Dixon later in the game, who's a... Uh, a regular player is not a pitcher. Utility man, yes. And he is bat- he's pitching to Jose Ramirez, who's batting over 300. He's got 35 home runs, I think. He's, he's got over 80 RBIs. He's an MV, a legit MVP candidate. Yeah. And he strikes out on three pitches. That's no, like the dude from the White player. Sox struck out Stanton last week when the Yanks were in Chicago. Yeah, but this was kind of, I don't know, he threw the bat. This thing was kind of, this was three pitches. It was yeah. goofy. And he struck him out on a 67-mile-per-hour curveball. See, ball. that's the key right there. Threw off the timing. That's how he got him. I guess. He looked at two other pitches, though, that were in the same mile-per-hour yeah, range. If he came up the next time, he probably would have hit like a 450-foot home run off of the guy. There was no next time. That's my point. But and you can get away with that. You throw throw off his balance and his rhythm there and his timing for three pitches. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. You get out of the way and you move on. Jose Ramirez, though. I know. Goofy. That's why he threw the bat. It was embarrassing for him. All right, so since you coach baseball, give me some of the quirky things you've done. 
As quirky a player, things I've done? Yeah, like Ooh. I used to play with a kid when I was probably 13 or 14. It was when we were still playing uh, Little League, but on the 60-90 diamond before high school. It was probably eighth grade. He was a pitcher. He used to rub garlic on his right arm. I don't, I you know, I was a pretty traditional guy. I didn't do a lot of weird things. Definitely never rubbed any garlic on my arms or anything like that. Nothing no that really superstitions, stands out. Nothing. Uh, super, I, you know, I wouldn't call them superstitions. I was just, I was a big uniform equipment guy. Like, I liked all, I, I wanted to go all out. Always with the eye black, the wristbands, you know, the socks had, the, the if you had the, the pants up high, the socks had to be just right. You know, the cleats had to be so you're clean. you're right Boomer's Alley. Yeah, a little oh OCD. God. Yes, for sure. Uniformed guy, no well, doubt. Well, uh, Flip-up and... sunglasses. I was big on that as a kid. Loved the flip-ups. Marlins and Braves played two yesterday. Yes. Another doubleheader sweep for anybody out there, Al. Uh, and the Braves wound up winning two. But the notable thing for at least this portion of the day is Phil uh, Perry Hill. He is the first base coach for the Marlins. So on warm days, you know how this tool stays cool? Nice rhyming. I didn't even mean it. <laughs> No, I, I do you not. You didn't know. see this either. Okay, so he. I don't wears... listen. I want you to bring the stuff to me here, so that it's new. You can get natural reaction out of me. You know, he uh, he wears um, iceberg lettuce. He wears iceberg <laughs> under, lettuce under his hat. That uh, that is one I've never heard before. This is a uh, major league coach who literally stuffs his hat with iceberg under lettuce, his, like the hard helmets to that, keep his that, chrome. that first base coaches have to wear. So you've never seen that? Before. I've not. I don't I don't even understand how that would work. We're playing a game, a softball game, in Matawan, I believe, next Tuesday. That's correct. Next Tuesday? Tuesday, yes. Right, the 21st? The 21st. Yes. Will you yes. go with the lettuce yeah. under the hat look? <laughs> I'd prefer to stay out of Boomer's doghouse. I don't think you'd appreciate well, that. You, you, listen, you play well, you'll be out of his doghouse. I guess, but then, but he'll be, you know, he'll be grilling me from the start. Like his, he'll be burning a hole. His eyes will be burning a hole in my head, just waiting for the slightest mistake, and it'll be blamed like on most. the iceberg lettuce. But like most, yeah. But like, I'll be drawing attention to myself unnecessarily from the start. See, here's the one thing about Boomer, and I think Eddie can attest to this more than anybody. Eddie is no, no offense. He's not the most talented guy that's that plays on our team. But what Eddie does is he tries. Oh, and even though big effort when he runs, it looks like he's in slow motion. You can tell that he is really giving you an effort. And For I, sure. And Boomer stays right. He's off your back. He never bothers you, does he? Uh, occasionally, if nah, there's like a bad double play, or mm. if Eddie sends a guy, you know, as a third base coach, and he gets thrown out by bad, forty feet. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about his effort. Usually, yeah. but if he you puts give in a Boomer lot of effort, effort as the third base coach. And gets the windmill going. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you can't screw that up though. You he, can't run into an out. That he'll get you on. But in terms right. of playing, yeah, that's fair. I feel like Boomer leaves you alone more than anybody. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he knows he's laying it all out there. Except when you catch, if you miss that, he doesn't like that. But not well, no, deal. yeah, that's yeah, that's because um, it throws off his rhythm, and he right. doesn't allow him to quick pitch the batter. Right, Which I've never understood why do we do that in a charity game? Because well, he's we just, don't. He does. Yeah, he does. Boomer, he's trying to get home. Oh, now we have two long games. Ride back to wherever way, the heck. Two plays. games next week. Yes, Tuesday, Thursday. Matawan and then the Sleepy Hollow game. Which I'm really looking forward to because Manfred's team has beaten you guys the last couple of years, No, right? last year we won, I think. Oh, Didn't I thought, we win last year? I, th- I was told that you've never beaten the Manfred no, team. Really? Yeah. That is correct. Oh. We got closer last year. Oh, closer. First the, year was like 24 to 2. The first year 24 they... 24 to 2. The first year they shut the scoreboard off. Oh, my God. In the second inning. Now, who are the... So, the people that play on his team just work in the MLB I have no office? Idea. Supposedly, or? yeah. Suppo- supposedly, they work in the offices with him. They're MLB employees. The problem is they all look like they were MLB players. Okay. Yeah, like Tony the Tiger. And they, he did? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. They killed us. Who? I mean, a home Tony run. Tony Clark. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I could see where that would have gone downhill. So home Boomer, Boomer needs to bring run. the bring needs to bring the former professional athletes to that particular game. And I guess that's why we kept it closer. Then so. again, though, last game we played without most of the ex pros, and we had no problem against Port Authority. And th- yeah, that was a shocker. It was. Did they look like they were a good team? We played a good game. They did. Oh, yeah. Those guys were jacked. And you beat them. That's because Boomer kept them off balance. Comfortably. Yeah, he did. He does. He changes the uh, pitching angle and quick pitches. I haven't seen any complaints about Eddie behind the plate. You know why? When he catches the ball, he has no problem throwing it accurately back to Boomer. Yeah, Gio has a tough time with that. that (laughs) I've never seen anything like that. I think (laughs) it's the the nerves, and he kind of just, you know, he... He kind of sails it. He leaves his arm out a little bit, and since Boomer's yeah, but he was a lefty, throwing the ball to second base. I, and I don't mean the base. I mean the position Boomer's, player. He's lefty. You really got to get across your body. You can't just wow. be lazy and leave that thing out to the right. It's a you know? forty-five foot throw. Yeah, hasn't to gone a guy well for who's him. six-six hasn't gone well. No. catching, hitting into double. I wonder plays. if G will be ready by uh, Tuesday. Yeah. He'll be ready. Oh, you his see? knee. That's right. What happened to his knee now? He might have to coach third base while I coach first. When did he get hurt? He's got gout. He's got the gout. Oh God. A young man to have gout, isn't he? The guy's a rookie on the softball team. Usually it's the sophomore slump that gets guys, not the rookie year. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, a couple of uh, football things, and then uh, Giannotti will join us at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. Mets did beat the Yankees last night at the stadium, uh, so they hit five home runs, and away we go. Uh, just one other quick one before we get to Greg here at the top and begin the program. So Jalen Ramsey uh, of the Jaguars was suspended for his tweeting at a reporter and going after him and not liking his reports or blah, 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 blah. So Antonio Brown, this made the rounds yesterday. Antonio Brown limps off the field yes. for the Steelers. Allegedly. And so Allegedly. <laughs> that was according to the reporter, who afterwards Brown decided decided to directly tweet out, quote, bro, seriously, have some respect. You making bleep up, you clown, end quote. Dude's been covering the Steelers for a long time, if I'm not mistaken. But I guess if you're Antonio Brown, you probably get away with that, and that's fine, especially if the guy was wrong, because supposedly he's fine. Yeah? Well, he was the only one that tweeted it out? He was, As far as I know, he was the only one that tweeted it out that caused the stir. Interesting. Do you, as a former Jet reporter, do you like players coming back after you? I mean, if you're wrong, you're wrong. I understand that. If I'm wrong. a player, I don't want that to be out there. You know, I don't want. Especially, he just came back from missing like ten days with some other injury. So yes. I understand that. But if there's multiple people saying it, then you don't really have a leg to stand on. And in honor of Al, who is the big wrestling fan, Jim the Anvil, is it Needhart or Nightheart? Sure. All right. Ask Tommy. He passed he away at the age of 63. Very sad news from the wrestling world. 